time to wake up. It's Saturday morning. Find some milk and cereal. Grab a bowl and spoon. No, a bigger spoon. Head to the living room and take a seat on the floor. But Joseph and Chris present to you... Saturday Morning Cartoon! Hello everybody and welcome to Saturday Morning Cartoon Boom! This is the show where we wake up in the Saturday morning sun, plop down the living room floor with a big bowl of sugary cereal, and watch all your favorite cartoons, both old and new. I'm Joseph. I'm Chris. And with us today, we have... Should I? And Katie. Wow, ladies. Hi. <laughs> ladies. <laughs> <laughs> You ladies were invited in because today we did Sailor Moon. This is special to both of you for different reasons. Why is that? Well, it actually was the first anime I ever saw um, growing up that I actually knew that it was not from America. Nice. Yeah, I think for me, it was one of those, uh, the next cartoon where it was just a whole group of girls. It, it was, it wasn't X-Men, you know, it wasn't ninja turtles it, w- it wasn't any of that even though i grew up with gem and the holograms but this was another new show that i was like oh shit, i can definitely relate to this yay yes Shaddai is part of our network already anybody who's listening to any other show has heard Shaddai at one point or another uh, she's actually been on one of our episodes before we were just on killing mm. joke with us. Yeah. okay so just Never mind. we're not going to describe Shaddai. People know Shaddai. Yeah. <laughs> they know it's, it's that same lady. We love yeah. Shaddai, yeah. <laughs> and then we have Katie over here, who is a good friend of ours, and she has been on some of our other shows. Cinefreak is the latest one you were on when we did Escape from New York. Mm-hmm. That was fun. That was a lot of fun. And then before that, Pillow Talk, probably present company excluded at some point. I don't know. Most of Pillow Talk. I know for shows. sure yeah, Pillow Talk. Okay, She's awesome. just going to make her way through each show. She's going to hop around. She's just like yeah. checking them like, off. I have like, a bingo card. Really. Yeah. Right. Check off Hitler. After 10 episodes. After 10 episodes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You get to make your own show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we have so many. Right. Uh, all right. But uh, so Sailor Moon, uh, cue the intro music. I'll do that. Sing the theme song. Fighting evil by moonlight. Yeah. Winning love by daylight. Never running from a real fight. She is the one named Sailor Moon. Yeah, that's perfect. That's oh that's, yeah, we got to include that's that. That's the amazing. intro for you guys. Yeah. That's that's nice. really the whole intro. That's all I ever remember of it. Anyway, I like and it. then you have like the dope guitar yeah. solo. Yeah, the 80s very very nineties. they give you everything about her you need to know. I do know that she never turns her back on a friend, and she's always there to defend. Yeah, I'm well aware. <laughs> that is true. She's a good friend to have if she never turns her back. But to jump ahead a little bit, she is very whiny from the episodes that we watched. Oh, right. So it's like some, yeah. some hero. But we'll talk a little bit more about that. So the show was originally created by, well, the manga originally was written in 91 by Naoko. Oh, man, Katie, you Takeuchi. probably should be doing these. Yes. Okay. Say it, Katie. Naoko Takuchi. Oh, man. That was way better than we do. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I should make her do all the cast. Oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> well, it's kind of my job well oh, true oh, yeah describe your site a little bit oh, yeah. what do you do um, i have a site called yatatachi uh we're a japanese editorial site um it consists of volunteers from all over the world from spain to netherlands and we write a lot of you know editorials and reviews on japanese culture in general so yeah that's excellent and that is yet another reason why you were on this show for sailor moon yes perfect <laughs> i was like seeing all the stuff you guys are doing i'm like what? Yeah, and Why now I, on here? I get to look like an idiot pronouncing all of these names. <laughs> okay, I so still white. I, honestly, as many times I say it, I still don't say it in the right way. So I get corrected all the time. Oh yeah, I totally won't. Actually, just just for anybody listening, also this is the last, finally the last episode of our anime month that turned into anime month and a half that turned into probably anime almost two months. And that's the Whoops. long description of it. So yeah. I made it yes. in. Yeah, yeah, yes. you made, made it in at the very end of it, a tail end of anime month. So <laughs> fantastic. Welcome aboard. And we're excited to have you both. Okay, Kate, you're going to say everything. Um, <laughs> this is produced by... Toyo Animation. Perfect. Sweet. Way better than I would have said it. This was ran for five seasons, 200 total episodes, at least in Japan. And mm-hmm. Katie was kind of describing it to me as we were watching it, that a lot of episodes that were either cut out or condensed into a single episode in the American version. I don't know how many it actually ran for in America, but I know it was considerably less. Um, episode, there was 40 episodes, the original dubbed version, the 1995 Deke version. And then the original was actually 46. Um, the last two episodes, 45 and 46, were actually cut and combined because it was too violent. Oh, yeah. And they just want to get it done, I guess, so to speak. <laughs> and yeah, that's why it's just 
a lot of things in there. I was like explaining while we're watching yeah, it. I, I could see every time you would turn to Chris and be like, oh, other Chris, this is yeah. her boyfriend, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's like, how many Chris's are? I don't remember I being there. What is going yeah. on? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you were here with us in spirit. Yay. She would turn to Chris and start talking to him. And I'm like, oh man, they cut something out of here and I don't know what it is because she's keeping it a secret. And I'm glad you did. Thank you for yeah. doing that. <laughs> it also helped. Yeah, that's why I was whispering. It also helps that um, we're also watching Sermon Crystal, which is strictly based oh, off the, the manga. Nice. And my boyfriend only seen that version. And so I told him, I was like, there's so much. It's so different than what you're watching right now. And he's like, yes, it is. So for the original Sailor Moon, just for a brief synopsis of it, the magical action adventures of a teenage girl who learns of her destiny as a legendary warrior, Sailor Moon, and must band together with the other Sailor soldiers to defend the Earth and galaxy. So they were the Sailor, were they Sailor scouts in the original Japanese or were they soldiers or were they Sailor warriors? They are pretty guardians. Pretty guardians. Pretty they guardians. Mean. They're guardians. Well, that's accurate, I guess. I would yeah. take a pretty guardian anytime. <laughs> yeah, <I'd> totally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll take it. Yeah, sure. <laughs> and on the networks that they ran on were TV Asahi. Say it for me. TV Asahi. Yes. Okay. <laughs> and in the US, it was on USA Network, Cartoon Network, and syndicated across various other networks, which NBC. I'm sure we saw them yeah. in various places as kids. Yep. Chris, jump over to you and you can let us know who were some of the voice actors in this series. And this is where Chris has a lot of fun trying to pronounce these names like I did. Uh, Audible sigh. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, uh, there's a lot of voice actors in this, too, because they switched up the voice actors a lot in the first several seasons of this. I mean, like some of these characters have four different like voice actresses. It's crazy. So uh, bear with me, especially pronouncing the Japanese ones, because this is going to be rough. No judgment, Katie. <laughs> I'm not going to say um, a word. So the easiest, I think, would be to do the Japanese cast first and then do the English after because there's so many. But we'll just, uh, I'll try it and we'll see how it goes. So in Japan, Sailor Moon was voiced by Kotono Mitsuishi and Kei Araki. Tuxedo Mask was voiced by Toru Furuya and Kinji Nojima. Sailor Mercury, voiced by Aya Hisakawa and Hisako Kanemoto. Sailor Mars, voiced by Michi Tomizawa and Rino Sato. Sailor Jupiter, Emi Shinohara and Ami Koshimizu. Sailor Venus, voiced by Rika Fukami and Shizuka Ito. Luna, voiced by Keiko Han. And Artemis, voiced by Yasuhiro Takato. And Queen Barrel, voiced by Keiko Han and Misa Watanabe. (sighs) That is a lot. Yeah. (laughs) In English, (laughs) (laughs) not easier side of it. The English cast. It's like Bob, Mark, Karen. Yeah, pretty much. much. Sailor Moon, voiced by Tracy Moore, Terry Hawks, Linda Ballantine, and Jennifer Sihi. Tuxedo Mask, voiced by Reno Romano, Toby Proctor, and Vince Carraza. Sailor Mercury, voiced by Karen Bernstein, Liza Balkan, Shandy Cinnamon. Yep, Cinnamon. Sailor Mars was voiced by Katie Griffin, Emily Barlow, and Sandy Howell. Sailor Jupiter, voiced by Susan Roman. Sailor Venus, voiced by Stephanie Morgenstern and Emily Barlow. Luna, voiced by Jill Frappier. Artemis, voiced by Ron Rubin. And Queen Barrel, voiced by Nas Edwards. Oh, thank God I'm done. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Good job. You did well. You did well. Thank you. This is coming from me. I don't know what Katie thinks. She's staying silent. Well, I was trying to find the, the list, and then I was like, oh, there's no way. So, <laughs> yeah, there's it, no way. it took so long to like find all of these names. It was ridiculous. Yeah, because it looked like it was really like intertwined in the Wikipedia, so yeah. it's like, there's no way you could have just quickly found the list. Yeah, I had to go to like several sources. It took a while. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so for a few tasty marshmallows out of our big bowl of Sailor Moon cereal, this is, as I said before, based on the manga series from 91 to 97. This cartoon was the first English adaptation of an anime series intended for young female audiences. It was also the first English adaptation of a magical girl, female character, or characters using magic anime. Maho Shoujo. Is that what it's called? That's what it's called. Wow. It's category Maho Shoujo, which means literally magical magic girl. girl. Nice. Not pretty guardian. No. Aww. <laughs> okay, also, this one was interesting to me, and I actually saw it after I read this about it. Zoisite and Malachite were both male homosexual yes. lovers in the mm-hmm, Japanese mm-hmm. version. And in the American version, they made Zoisite a woman to edit this. Yes. Really? Yeah. I remember getting a little confused because I remember seeing some Japanese versions and it was just a guy voice. And I feel like I've even seen it in Spanish, dubbed in Spanish, and it was still a guy's voice. Probably, yeah. Yeah. So watching it in English, I was like, 
that was a girl. Like I, <laughs> I had to really question that. And then once you said it, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I remember. Yeah. Like I, in my head, he was always a dude. I think in the U.S. section or U.S. during that time, there was huge like homophobia pretty much. Oh my God, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, especially, yeah. Like, like I said, in the United States, but in other countries like Mexico, they, yeah. didn't, they didn't like... There yeah, was no holding yeah, back. They didn't, they like, didn't, they didn't censor care. any right. of that. No. Yeah. And there was a lot I remember where they would showcase that some of the girls they were bisexual yes, or yes. gay or any mm, of that. So wow. there that was They were cousins. Yeah, yeah, they're cousins oh. in America. Oh yeah, yeah. that's right. Come yeah. on. <laughs> it, remember in uh when we did Battle of the Planets, it was the same situation where right. the main bad guy or one of the main bad guys was actually transgender, mm. but they made mm-hmm. it to where he was a dude and he had a sister who came in every once in a while. Oh right. So yeah, oh, that's we so sad. we've experienced this kind of censorship in these episodes already in this month, so this is no surprise to us. It's so weird. Like, uh, apparently we're way, way less progressive than every other country in the entire (laughs) world. It's really sad. Uh, Uh, Finally, on the list of interesting facts, when Sailor Moon does the In the Name of the Moon speech, Sailor Moon makes the American Sign Language symbol for I love you with her hands. So doing all that moving around. I love you. I'm sure that's just what Americans are telling you. They're (laughs) like, that's what she's doing. That's I love you. Um, Well, okay. Here it comes. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's, it's, I I get it where they got the idea, but the manga artist or mangaka, she uh, based a lot of it off of Sentai Rangers. So Sentai Rangers, aka Power Rangers. Mm -hmm. And you notice Power Rangers do a lot of like hand gesture things whenever they're doing stuff. She had such a huge influence and she got upset that there was no just pure female warriors, so to speak. And so in fighting, you know, crime and such. And so that's why she made the series. You'll see a lot of things based off of what you see in like Power Rangers, so to speak. Yeah, so. that, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, so maybe it was the idea that, you know, it could be. Maybe I love it got you. misinterpreted. And then, yeah, I mean, who knows? There's no telling what America did to this show. <laughs> There's a lot. To this show. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> so tell me, Chris, I mean, the, the ladies already talked about it a little bit. What memories do you have of this show from childhood? Um, I remember a few things. I mean, if you live under a rock or you've, you live on a rock, basically, if you've never heard of Sailor Moon or if you don't recognize the uh, Sailor Scouts and stuff, especially if you go to cons. But this was one of those shows that back when it was airing in the United States, that it was like one of those girl power shows of the 90s, kind of like. Buffy the Vampire Slayer that I kind of steered clear of because as a preteen slash teenager like boy I was just kind of you know I didn't know any better I'm like oh that's for girls why would I watch that nah but now as an adult like I love Buffy so it only makes sense that I give this a shot too because I'm like man what else did I miss out on because I'm like oh girls cooties (laughs) so (laughs) so yeah I mean like so I knew some of the characters I knew who the Sailor Scouts were I knew who Tuxedo Mask was but that was about it yeah, it's kind of the same for me. Like, I, I probably felt as a kid like this was way too girly for me. And after watching it, it was really girly, but in a kind of comical way. And I, I think they balanced the action in there pretty well, too. So I could have seen it having some appeal to me had I given it a chance as a kid. But let's go ahead and jump into the three episodes we watched for today's show. Very first episode, highest rated episode, and finally, random listener chosen episode. Order may vary depending on how these episodes fall chronologically. But of course, we always start with the very first episode, that being A Moon Star is Born. Mm. At least in America, that is. That was a mouthful. Episode one, where an average girl becomes a superhero when she saves the life of a talking cat. <laughs> That's the description. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> that says it all. So- <laughs> Sailor Moon. So, okay, right. let's talk, let's just uh, come out and just talk about the episode. Just, I feel um, like we just did. I feel like we, we pretty much yeah, well, I mean, that cat. says it all. She <laughs> saves a cat. <laughs> Honestly, think uh, there's a lot of cleverness, especially in the naming of the episode being called the, a moon star is born when there's been films and plays and stuff called a star is born from early, early, like 1940s and 60s. So it was just kind of clever on their part to call it a moon star. And you already get the whole backstory of the scouts, which is really neat because you know what to expect. Like they, in a quick, I don't know, maybe like five minutes, they they explain, you know, everybody. Like you get a very, very small glimpse of of everyone. Mm -hmm. And then you are introduced to Serena, which is a constant expectation of her character, which she wakes up really late or she's a klutz and she's kind of quote unquote a failure 
in life. <laughs> the person you the at char- least likely yeah. want to be a hero. Right. Yeah. The much. characters keep reminding her of that too, or at least talking about it behind right. her back. It's like, right. man, what a klutz. Well, they even tell her to her face too. Oh, yeah, true. Like, yeah, you know, once much. they all meet her. But that's the thing is that she is the least likely hero, right? Because yeah. she has no courage. Like she's really scared of everything and everyone. Like mm-hmm. she's just very in like the world of Winnie the Pooh, she's piglet. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> she needs to hold on to something and she's always looking for guidance, which is nothing wrong with that. But she she struggles with having faith in herself because she's failed so many times. Yeah, she's very yeah. naive and very and she's, timid. Yeah, she's in junior high. Like, yeah, she's 13. Yeah, these, these are all little girls, and she's a little girl, and so she still thinks like a little girl. And and she still has those like crushes where it's like, oh, where she gets the hard eyes. <laughs> yeah, 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 which is yeah. very Cute adorable. Boys. But I, I really love her friendship with Molly. It's funny that they give them this sort of Boston slash Brooklyn. Oh yeah. Kind of accent. Molly has a super whole, Brooklyn accent. They'll throw <laughs> Molly in, really does. Yeah. They throw in like wicked pretty, pretty often and, <laughs> and just this sort of like nighty slang. Yeah. 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 And, and it's just funny. Like, Watching it now as an adult and and being like, who thought that was a good idea? But whatever. <laughs> or like they're saying, uh, cool your jets. Cool your jets. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. cool your jets. Oh man. They like to <laughs> throw in like when they say an insult, they they like to say something and then follow it up with a meister, like sleazemeister and oh, stuff yeah. like that. Oh, which yeah. I remember like Sleaze being ball. a kid in the nineties, yes. people doing that, like adding meister on this stuff, which Meisters. makes no sense and it's like, just stupid. I guess but. because they're like. Pulling in German, I guess, to oh, make it be. sound rough. Like, yeah. what a slime meister. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just sleaze balls. Yeah. In this, I know that Molly's mother gets possessed by, I don't, I can't remember the name of this demon of, of uh, barrels. Yeah. Queen, Queen Barrels. Barrels. Mm-hmm. Uh, some gross demon who does this head rotation thing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. It's a, like a demon. It's a demon, pretty much. It's really what it is. And then and possesses, like, all the shoppers. Like, I worked retail, so shoppers are jerks to begin with, but <laughs> shoppers possessed by an evil demon, no right. thanks. No this thank is you. like a Black Friday kind of <laughs> type oh, of thing. Where oh, yeah. They I've got are... enough horror stories about Black Friday. Oh, my God. Seriously. Like, like they will kill you for whatever is in front of them. And that's basically what you see is yeah. how, Those how consumer obsessed they well, are. You yeah. even saw... Um, Oh, great. Now I'm blanking out their names because I'm thinking like the Japanese names. But main bad guy, I guess, you know, in the first episode, he's like silly humans, you know, your oh, greed yeah. and, and yeah. Your, your wanting of, of, you know, jewelry and stuff. Oh, I'm yeah. taking that energy. And he, you know, he was spot on. Yeah. And he was, you know, it's kind of like the, the seven deadly sins, so to speak. Actually, if right. not, I think about it, it is the series is about, you know, seven deadly sins where it's like gluttony and greed mm, and, you know, and sloth. Mm. And uh, Which we just they, finished talking a little bit about in Full Metal Alchemist, our last episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, uh, but not that messed up, so, right? <laughs> you know, right? <laughs> Have you seen my daughter? You know, anyways. Yeah. Um, Jedi, thank you, thank you. I figured it out. <laughs> Jedi, that's right. I was like, my brain just popped. Like, just yes, pop. <laughs> Jedi. That's his name. You know, where they're collecting energy for the Negaverse. It's kind of hard for me because I keep wanting to think the Japanese names, but you guys are going to be, you're basing it off the, the dub version. I, yeah, I especially am because the only Japanese name that I know is Usagi, mm-hmm. who is Serena in yeah. Japan. They're pushing a little adult continent like on, on kids, right? Like as a kid, you're not even like really taking it in, but rewatching it several times or as an adult, you're like, holy, like that's a good point. Like we are ridiculous and. We deserve to be possessed because we gave into all oh, yeah. this. It's very consumed by greed. And yeah. these, these deals are unbebeatable. I mean, I would have been oh, like, 90% yeah, off. Yeah, I man. Know. 20 carat diamond for, for like $10. $10. Bucks. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Everybody just like, just yeah. charging in. Yeah. I would take but, it just to sell it on eBay. I mean, exactly. I know. I know. Like, it's, it's such a deal. I really like the introduction of Sailor Venus in the video game world. And I, I was going to ask really about cool. that. Like, I didn't yeah. under because they the next time we see her in the next episode that we watch, it, it's like they just kind of met her or something. And I'm like, okay, so what's her tie in with the video game? Like, how did that all work? Oh, Katie's ready. Yeah. There she is. I'm all like, right. Yes, someone's asking me something I know. <laughs> no. Perfect. Um. Okay. So originally, Saramu was not the first uh creation that the manga creator whatever, oh. did. Um. Sailor Venus or Sailor V was the original manga that was created. And then she got inspired by 
Power Rangers and became, you know, Sarah Moon, the whole series that you know of. Right. But in um, she wanted to still keep Sailor Venus having her own storyline. Mm-hmm. So you can read the manga, the other manga, Sailor, a uh, codename Sailor V alongside as an accompany, a camp companion. And so that's why during the show, as you watch it, there's little pops of like Sailor Venus doing this, Sailor Venus doing that, saving oh, the world cool. or the video game. And she's an idol, so to speak. And she became kind of like, I guess you can say like a Superman type of deal. People idolized them and made video games off of her. Okay. And so that's why, you know, she just randomly just shows up is because if you're watching or if you're reading the manga or watching the show, her character has been established because you saw that one episode. You're like, right. where she come from? Like, how did she just show up? So she was around before Sailor Moon, before Serena became Sailor yes. Moon. Yes. Got gotcha. it. And she okay. didn't want her to be a leader. So that's why you'll see in certain episodes where they have a little bit of a conflict because like, you know, who's the real leader? Is it Sierra Venus or is it Sierra Moon? And so, you know, even the manga god didn't even know herself. She was just like, ah, Sierra Moon. Sierra <laughs> Moon's because she's the princess. So, you know, that right. makes sense. Yeah, okay. She's, she's just ruling by uh, default, by default, default yeah. basically. Yeah. Because it seems like Venus would be a much better leader than she is. Even seeing her in one episode. It's like, um, come on. I think it came down to where it's like, it's Sierra Moon. And then it's Sarah Venus as okay. far as ranking goes. Um, I think she's in charge of the inner scouts. So, so, so Sailor, Sailor Venus is like the top soldier. Yes. Or, okay. Yeah. She's like okay. the lieutenant, so to speak, gotcha. right underneath her. Okay. Uh, that makes sense. That yeah, kind of clears that up a little bit. That makes, yeah, that makes a lot more sense now, especially going into the next episode that we watched. It makes a lot more sense <laughs> for me. Um, the only thing I want to say is like, I like the animation for like the transformation and stuff. Mm-hmm. And when she um, gets ready to throw her tiara and everything. But, like, I just, I wondered for a while, like, if that's supposed to take place in real time. Because it takes a very long time. (laughs) And, like, if so, that means the bad guy could just casually, like, stroll away. Or just, you know, like, move to the side. And then be out of the way. the universe has no time. (laughs) Time stops. That goes back to even Voltron for me. Where it's, like, when they're combining, it's, like, why does the bad guy just, like, take them out while they're all weak? He's just waiting. But I feel like there's, like, a pocket in time where these... Things have, these transformations happen yeah, where yeah, it's just freeze everything else. They're in their own little pocket dimension. They come out. They're transformed. Mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. the only way I can talk it off. And it's anime. I mean, yeah, that's pretty much you know. Whenever our, my coworkers and I or just like something happens in the show, we're just like anime. Just yeah. that's all. That's yeah. it. That yeah. just sums right. it up. We're just like anime. You need to cover twenty minutes of airtime. <laughs> right. Yeah. Keep Let's throwing see. it in of all of them changing. <laughs> it's Chinatown. Uh. To, I guess, a little uh, story, backstory about the transforming sequence, it was before budget. So that's oh. why there's transformation um, okay. is to, they had a 30, sec- 30 minute slot, so, or 24 minute slot. And to extend the uh, time, they had transformations. And that's mm. why and that's going why forward, all the yeah. shows have transformations. Copy, paste, copy, paste, copy, paste. <laughs> it's it's copy, easy because yeah. it's the same frames. And so yeah, yeah, right. yeah. It's exactly. Yeah, over and over. So you have that little bit. Is, it's it's easy when you're in the storyboard or like around the writer's room. It's like, okay, then she transforms here. So that's five minutes. All right. <laughs> and then story begins. Right. And then have all the scouts transform. Yeah. yeah. That's let's another. Just, yeah, let's just have a full transformation sequence. So that's how we have. Yeah. Yeah. Don't you worry, these girls don't they don't care. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Like, bad guys are just waiting for it. They're just exactly. watching. Like, they're just, yeah, they're it's, super it's polite. Cost. But that's the thing. It's like you're kind of sort of in awe. In the same way that I yelled at Joseph when he was trying to fast forward the intro. I was like, What are you doing? Oh. Like, I am <laughs> enjoying do this. Don't do that. Like, I don't care if we're gonna see it however many times. Shame I on like you, Joseph. It. That's fair. I, I rewound. Uh-huh. I corrected my mistake. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> I know. <laughs> Uh, these ladies are the pretty guardians. <laughs> nice save. I know. <laughs> uh, so on to the next episode really quick. Um, the second one we watched was A Crystal Clear Destiny in America. I'm going to keep reiterating that for any fans who get on my back about it. Season one, episode 30. And this was the highest rated episode, actually. And I can see why. Mm-hmm. So and this we jump in where a tuxedo mask is hurt. And he, which there's a lot of questions to do. We already know that Serena's 13 years old, but you got this yeah. old man with his own apartment. And hey, like a nice old he could be a young man. I was like, man. what are you doing chasing after a 13 year old girl? He's in high school. Anyways. Well, he's <laughs> yeah, in his own place. Still, it's still too young. Yeah. But 
he had just finished fighting Zoisite, and now Zoisite comes into his world and is saying, you know what? What are we doing? Let's just get together. Let's get all the rainbow crystals and winner let's, takes let's have all. A duel. Yeah, yeah, let's have, have a duel. duel, winner takes all kind of deal. And I really liked that his demeanor, you know, it took 30 episodes for him to chill in front of Serena to be like, yeah, yeah, yeah like kind of jokey, kind of nice or whatever. Yeah, not I'm not a, a complete jerk. Yeah. 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 And that's when she's like, all right, something's up. Something's wrong. He's not calling me meatball head. Yeah, hmm. yeah. Like, I'm going to apologize. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> Appreciate it, meatball head. No, stop calling me that. And it's funny because for a long time, you're, you know, that they have this sort of playful banter. And for him to just change his ways and, and a lot of it, too, is that he has his inner monologue of what is he doing, kind of having this sort of not infatuation, but a crush on Sailor Moon. And what's really interesting about this episode, that this is the big reveal. It's the reveal between both of them where they actually showcase who they are. Yeah, that, mm-hmm. this episode, like I mentioned before, it changed the format of the storyline from being um, save the day, the world's in trouble save the world, and then repeat, you know, defeat the bad guy and watch and repeat. And like I mentioned, this is the part in the plot where it completely changed and everybody's finding out so much stuff. Darian finds out that she's Sarah Moon. Sarah Moon finds out that he's Texio Mask. And then you find out, oh my gosh, she's now the princess, you know, of the Moon Kingdom, even though you can tell because, you know. The hair. The hair. Yeah. The hair Plus, and the visions I mean, that he Sailor has. Sailor Moon. So... I like the the line somebody says where they're like, Sailor Moon is the moon princess? Who would have thought? And I'm like, well, to be fair, it's in the name. Even even to that point, they were still making fun of her. Right. Yeah, Yeah, she's our princess, but really? Like, why? Yeah, why is she the princess? (laughs) Yeah, like the respect is not even there. And then you you were saying that Mars was already kind of dating Daring? Yes, at that time, um, him and her were kind of on and off again. Okay, was it? Mars as a human dating Darian, yes. or was it okay? Yeah. So was Ray. it Ray dating Darian? Yeah. Okay, got it. Drama. Yeah, that's <laughs> why you know, there's a couple of scenes where she's like, uh, "Can we get them out of there?" Like that's kind of the guy I'm dating. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I see. But it is a lot like Superman in that. Oh, Clark Kent. All he wears glasses. He takes them off, and all of a sudden you don't recognize him. And these girls, right. and they're not wearing anything crazy no, that you not. couldn't distinguish yeah. who they are but, but they say i know and that's what i like and that's what venus she shows she's like are you guys you know well we all look different so then it makes you wonder to themselves do they look completely different and they're just kind of telling us you know as the viewer that we have to accept that right like is that how yeah. it makes Probably. sense is, to yeah. fix that plot hole so right yeah because they didn't even recognize her and mm-hmm. they've already you know fought beside her and everything right yeah and and same with uh with like you said tuxedo mask where it's like he just puts that little thing on and he's not daring anymore he's just but here's what's interesting mask. is that once they're on the elevator and Serena's looking at oh true uh, Darian like oh, she just pose? yeah the pose and it, that's all that that's, that's all, all it is, is. That it's, right it's in. his nose up in the chin. air and all of a sudden she just <laughs> imagines that little the sunglasses mm-hmm. or whatever she's like. Could it be? No. (laughs) So that's what's so funny is that like she sees something, but deep down and I guess throughout and especially in the very first episode is that they have a feeling. They have this inclined intuition within them Mm -hmm. and they're trying to continue doing that throughout where they're like, feel it from within, like definitely have the trust from within because it's inside you. Let that come out. Mm -hmm, And so mm -hmm. it's, it's very difficult for these girls and guy to open up and luna says it a lot she's like i have this feeling and and same thing with venus she's like when she and and artemis pass by the building she's like we had a feeling oh my gosh to touch on the cats real quick artemis like his voice really surprised me like when that (laughs) deep voice cat came in i was like holy crap i did not expect that cat to talk like that (laughs) artemis and luna they are married aren't they like Uh, they have a husband and wife yeah, they're, but, they're a couple. Are, okay, explain to me a little bit. A little couple cats. Are they actual cats? Yeah, they're yes. actual cats. Okay. They're just magical cats. I didn't know if it was like a, that was like a form a, they took. The, the best way I can think of is they were Queen Serenity's familiar, so to speak. Oh. They're, you know, like her... Yeah, like her guardian. Yeah, like her guardian thing, animals, yeah. so to speak. And so they were put in charge of taking care of the scouts and making sure they get back their powers and okay. remember what they're going. Yeah, that part I kind of understood. It was just like the are these actual little cats? And 
Yes. It's mystical. Magical cats. Creatures. Magic yeah. cats. That makes sense. Anime. It's anime. It's anime. Yeah, anime. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Chinatown. All right. It's just Chinatown. <laughs> it's just Don't worry about it. <laughs> it's anime. Oh, one thing I wanted to touch on for all the episodes really is the very end, the and knowing is half the battle part of it, essentially, where it's like uh, Sailor Moon says. Oh, and man. The oh, first yeah. one was something about grades and messing up and like having confidence and yep. the next one was i was okay with that one that one makes sense but the other one was like don't run too fast but we all get hurt every day in a lot less unusual ways like running too fast right well or, don't run with sharp objects yeah. and yeah. be careful because right. you're clumsy yeah well <laughs> a lot of it kind of reminds me of the ending of he-man where he would do the yeah. same thing and like there was a lot of 80s uh, shows that would give you that little message little psa and, oh, and talking to you like as, as a lecture because we as kids we're not paying attention to our adults but we're going to pay attention to a cartoon yeah they're yeah, trying to justify right. uh, kids watching cartoons because most of the time they're like oh it's just you know useless they don't learn anything but Sailor Moon is teaching right. young girls you know not to worry about your you know take care of yourself worry about your grades but do the best that you can you know it, yeah. it was a lot of self-esteem boosting and I think that's why right. it stayed in all of our our memories for this longest time is that it was such a huge influence for us it was definitely an ode to the clumsies which is yeah, yeah. and i'm a very clumsy Absolutely. individual so i could relate to her so easily i mean that's <laughs> the one thing about the scouts in general they're all different so each girl had a scout they idolized so to speak and right. so mine was Sarah Moon because i was very clumsy i was not that great in school and you know my sister's was uh, mars because she was very headstrong and you know confident and so mm-hmm. you know each character if you're very smart you obviously got amy you know so it's like and then she dies was jupiter Jupiter, nice. a lot of reasons is that one, she was very tall and her first day, well, her first day in school was the very similar to my first day in school when I moved into a new school where everyone was talking behind her back and like, oh, watch out for her. Like, she's going to beat you up. She's got a temper and all this other stuff. Like, and here she she's is different. Yeah, she's completely yeah. different. And I remember it was like I was going to a new school and the first thing people said or thought was oh she's a witch like what? seriously oh, because I was I was like into metal and I oh, and you're I wearing all I, black yeah well I, no I wasn't even wearing all black like my dad would not allow that she was just okay. practicing I just spells. Had, you know, I had some teenage angst and stuff, but I was kind of a loner. And hmm. but it was that it was that people were scared of me, and they mm. just did not know how to how to relate to that. And right. then on top of all of that, is that really deep down is that you're gonna defend and protect somebody? And I did that a lot. And yeah. then also, she likes to eat and she <laughs> likes to cook. And she's, yeah, she's, yeah. she's the strongest one. Like out of all of them, she is very physically strong mm-hmm. and and tall and tall yeah. and tallest of yeah. all of them and because she has been by herself for so long she has to take care of herself and she'll even like protect guys you know yeah. like she'll beat up another guy for another guy yeah unless nice. it reminds her of her ex-boyfriend yes <laughs> oh my god and she's a little boy crazy which is kind of adorable is that she's not considered like the cute one or anything like that but she she likes guys and and so it's very challenging for her to come across so another guy can like be attracted to her and mm-hmm. so i relate mm-hmm. to her a lot that makes. Yeah. I mean, that's great, and that's it's good that you bring that up because it, it's very true that they do cover a lot of different personalities, so that everyone can have somebody to relate to. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's the same thing with really a lot of these group shows, kind of like Power Rangers. To go back to that a little mm-hmm. bit, like all the Power Rangers were slightly different. You know, Billy uh, Ninja Turtles. Even there's a nerdy one, there's a tough one, there's a funny one. You always have to have an archetype that you can relate to if you want someone to be stay interested in that show. Because yeah, it'd be boring yeah. if they're all the same. Exactly. Right. And that's why the more that I thought about it, it's like Serena, her character is kind of the every girl because there are girls who are very clumsy and you don't want her to be just always super heroic. Like she's tough. She can handle any situation because not everybody can even in real life. And that was great to see her kind of have to step back and people reassure her of herself, even though she has these powers and she is the princess of the moon or uh, something of that nature. So it was just great to see and refreshing in a way. Mm hmm. It's a lot based around girls coming of age, you know, where's the, that weird, awkward stage where you're like, I don't know what I want to be. Right, yeah. right. You and, know? And, and, uh, and everyone's got their own hobby and, mm-hmm. and their own, like, laws and rules of mm-hmm. how things should be and how to live life. And, and start taking things more seriously. Right. You know, like your grades. Or and and that's the be. thing, like, Serena, she's she just wants to be a kid. Like, she's mm-hmm. not ready to be serious. She's not ready for all her that. With, so 
her mature level is, is much lower much lower than everyone yeah. else. And, yeah. and, Honestly, and, and everyone, especially Mars or Ray, like she has to study patience, and she's not a very patient character. She's very hot headed, really fast, really, oh, really, yeah. really fast. So it, it showcases all of those different personalities, a balance of between yeah, the two. Yeah, and, and each one of them, like to bounce off what you're saying, right. each one of them has learned something from each other. Right. You know, like when Serena and uh, Ray are talking to each other, you know, Ray gets irritated, but then you see her just like, I'm going to calm down. I'm yeah. Calm She's down. learning to be you know? patient. Yeah. Having to deal with Serena all the time, you have to develop a lot yeah. of patience. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. The cool thing is, you know, later on the show, you know, she does become on par with everybody else. And you, she's talking me- about after the first after season. After the first season. Okay. Actually, literally after the this first season, when she fights Queen Barrel. That's where she starts getting her mind that this is serious. You know, this is no longer, I just saved the world, you know? Yeah. And that makes sense. And that kind of is a good transition into our next episode, which is Day of Destiny, season one, episode 40 in America, last episode of the season. Mm -hmm. And so much happens in this episode. Uh, A lot thrown at you. There's a lot. But then at the same time, it's like, I know that it's not exactly how they wanted it to be presented in Japanese version. Watching these other animes, I can kind of piece that together myself, which is like they weren't teleported to the negaverse. Like they are, they were were violently murdered, killed. Yeah, they were violently murdered. That was cut out. Yeah, and I think like more in the Japanese version or in the other versions that wasn't censored. It had a very kamikaze approach to mm-hmm, it because mm-hmm. it's in the tradition way that you face your enemy and you give it your all, mm-hmm. whether it, and it includes your life. Mm-hmm. And so to watch all these other girls and watching Serena crying, she's like, you know what? We're not ready. Let's go back. Let's and, keep fighting. And that's where I got irritated with this version of the episode because it made her look like she was a chicken. Right. And yeah. in the, if you watch the actual version... She's crying because they were slaughtered, like slaughtered in the show. And she's freaking out because she's like, I am losing my, my soldiers, friends. my friends, my soldiers, my companions, my the people who keep me balanced, the ones that keep me going. They're dying. Yeah, like, she's she is mourning the death of each of her scouts, of each yeah. of her friends. And yeah. the, this episode, you know, seeing her, it made her look even more clumsier. And so like, it immature. made her, look, yeah, and that exactly. irritated me, you know, now watching it now, because I know what happened. But back then I was like, man, you know, come on, get it together. You know, don't be a klutz. This is your yeah. moment, you know, but now I'm looking at, I'm like, Oh man, you know, they did such a terrible job for her. Yeah. The American version, they took away the heart. Yes. They, they mm-hmm. basically, yes, it's a violent scene, you know, when you actually know it and, and what's about, but the beauty was that these girls were literally fighting for each other. Mm-hmm. They were, mm-hmm. they, you know, there was a lot of love. And here's the thing is that Queen Beryl and her minions and everybody around, they were messing with their emotions. Yes. And whether it was their feelings for the men in their life or whomever, like they were using that. Like they were just saying like these girls are flawed because they're just emotionally unstable and they're trying they, to become unhinged. Right. And so and that even though it was working in the beginning, like later on, once they discover like, OK, they're tricking us, but at the end of the day, they weren't sacrificing themselves for a man or whatever. They were sacrificing themselves for themselves and for and to protect the princess. Yeah, yeah that's exactly what it was. You especially get to see that actually even in the American version with Mars where she's mm-hmm. like steps up to the plate and she's like, I'm going to essentially distract the doom and gloom girls, which were cool villains. I liked those. I yeah, yeah they that's were. one thing. Yeah. I, I really like their characters. Like I wish there was more of them like a is, one episode so off and they get away. It, so is this all that we see of them? That's is, it. Oh, all time, you know. I like the yeah. idea of like an anti. Well, a lot Sailor of characters, you know, a lot of these demons or whatever. It was they weren't reoccurring at all. No, like, they're one offs. Oh. Yeah, they're all one offs. Even though they're like, I'll see you next time. You never do. That, that's kind of a oh, waste. That's almost that like in the Powerpuff Girls world where you have the rowdy rough boys, and it's like the boy version of the Powerpuff Girls, and it's just cool to see those clashes. I, yeah. I wish we would have seen more Doom and Gloom girls. That would have mm. been awesome. Wasted opportunity. <laughs> But uh, overall, like this last episode, there's a lot to actually be grateful and see 
Serena having grown up, like mm-hmm. finally to use her time that she had with Tuxedo Mask to break that spell. No matter how many times the queen was like, I've got the strong spell. Mm-hmm. Nothing you do is going to break it. She's trying to break her will. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And the same thing that the queen was using against them, which was emotion, mm-hmm. is the same thing that won at the end, mm. you know, it yeah. was what, def- yeah, is that love wins all and, and to mm. remind the person that you love and these memories, these emotions to bring out the best in him. And that's what she was saying is like, the queen has your brain, like she has you under this mind control, but I still have your heart. And mm-hmm. she's showcasing mm-hmm. those emotions, you know, yeah. to bring the it's best such, out it's of It's such him. an emotional scene, even when watching it now, years later, I'm like, <laughs> Oh yeah, you know? yeah. That is that is heavy. That's it's heavy duty episode. Even the English version of it, but yeah. I'm sure the Japanese being oh, given the 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 correct way, the original way yeah. would have been would have had a lot more weight to it. Like I mentioned before, you know, episode forty is actually a combination of episode forty five and forty six. So, so it really strung it, they, it they out. Cu- they strung it out. They cut it up as much as they could. I mean, there's a rather violent scene between. Uh, Darian and Serena, when he, uh, when Queen Beryl tells him to kill her, he throws a rose, it wraps around her and electrocutes her, like straight on. And she's screaming. Electrocute Serena? Yeah, electrocute oh, Serena. Wow. And she's screaming the whole time. And that's where you see her fall down and she's crawling towards the moon wand and she looks all jacked up, like her hair, her dress, uniform is all messed up because she had just got electrocuted, like just straight wow. on. And he's laughing and watching and he's just like in pure, like, I don't care. Yeah, they left and, that completely um, out. He was about to kill her, and that's where it's like it got you can see it cut really wonky hmm. and it just changes. And she's like, Lock it, you know. But no, he was literally about yeah, to kill her violently. In, in this, we barely get to see him. And like, he approaches her and he like pushes her over. And that's mm-hmm. about it. That's about it. No, it's, it's yeah. like a whole scene. You can find it like on YouTube. It's just like, it's so violent. Interesting. How does this season end in the Japanese version? Because in this version, it's kind of like, you know, it just looks like everyone's been transported somewhere else. And then she saves the day. And it's like, oh, well, now they don't remember who each other are, but they'll they'll meet again kind of thing. But and, and I'm like, knowing what I do now about the Japanese version and that like the Sailor Scouts actually are being killed. Like, how different is that? So she pretty much kills herself. Oh, um, <laughs> good <yeah>. to know. <laughs> um, even in the manga version. Uh, so what Jeez. happens is she defeats. It's not even Queen Barrel. That is not Queen Barrel, by the way. Uh, Queen Barrel actually died when she got fused with that. That's um, Mechatelia. That's her name. Is that the big the thing big that with we that green hair and that that oh, chick, right, completely right, different right. villain by the way? That's the thing that Queen Barrel was talking to that shadow. Oh thing. yeah, yeah. I was that's wondering her. what that's supposed to be. Yeah. Okay. And so it makes it look like that she got supersized version. You know, no, right. that's a different villain. That's the main villain. So that and wasn't a make my monster grow no. situation. <laughs> no, yeah, it wasn't Maleficent. Yeah. It was yeah. yeah, it was the straight on her, uh, the okay. main baddie that you don't even see. She's the one that's pulling all the strings. She's pulling, you know, the uh, Queen Barrel's. Yeah, the whole time. Right. If you got to do something right, do it yourself. Right. Oh. So she defeats her and she goes back to Darian and she's like, I just want to be a normal teenage girl. And she's like dying. And she's like, I just want to start over. I want to reset everything. I want to go back to not being this. All my friends are dead. And so it fades out and everything just hit the reset button. And that's why it shows the show starting over and no one knows what's going on except for Artemis and Luna, which I never understood that part. But I think it's because Everyone else got revived, including Darian, including herself and all the scouts. And they so they don't know what happened this whole time. Okay. No, it, so in they the got timeline, reset, Yeah. In the timeline, is this still the same? Like they didn't go back in time or anything. No, it's just no. pushing, moving forward. Moving they were forward, revived. They were just like ins- they were revived and have like insomnia okay. once again, like they did in the very beginning. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's, there's a lot more to that. I mean, this is one that I definitely, and there's been a lot of these rewatch the American version and I, I read about or hear about the Japanese version. I'm like, man, I really want to see the Japanese yeah. version now. That's why I bought Gotcha Man instead of Battle of the Planets because there's so much different mm-hmm. and Gotcha Man is so much better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's a lot. I mean, Katie and I, we were talking right after we were done watching that it makes sense why they would close it out that way is that you just don't know if they were going to pick up a season two or any, cause it is all a season one, like so much happens and you just don't know like what the following was going to be. I mean, even at that time they were like a girl show is kind of 
risky. It's risky. Yeah. yeah. Like they didn't really want to do it. And then they found out how popular it got. And I think that's around the time Dragon Ball Z was coming out at the yeah. same time. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, oh, well, we got Dragon Ball Z and now we got Sailor Moon. We got boys and we got a girl one. Yeah. And so they were kind of feeding off of it. And that's why, if you notice that there's so many different voice actors for the English version, it's because it kept getting passed on to different companies. Different people were on in charge of the dubbing. Right. So that's why it was like new voice actors every time yeah, it was done. Because it was a gamble bringing that to the this audience that was predominantly boys. Yeah. Predominantly and, male-led shows. Yeah. And so it got to the point where they couldn't cut it up anymore. And so that's why they didn't even finish the series. You know, they stopped it, I think, halfway through Super S or something like that. Mm-hmm. And so there was a whole series, a whole season that they just couldn't do because in the last season, there is, I guess, transgenders and having character They're guys. They're not brother and sister. No, what? guys that transform into women. <laughs> They're not cousins. Um, that's where they have the problem. And they're like, we can't do this. It was too much work for them. And so they dropped it. But I highly, highly recommend watching the original. It's on Hulu. So you can just. It's, oh, all, it's, right. it's all right. Up to stars. So you can binge watch all of it and. Oh my gosh! Yeah, you're in the know. It's a huge difference. Sweet. Sailor scout my way right through that. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> well, Chris, Shadai, and Katie, it's about time we activate the power of the Moon Prism to summon our inner <laughs> kids and see what those little scouts thought of Sailor Moon. Chris, do you want to go first to let the ladies know how this is done? Sure. Brace yourselves. <laughs> I thought this show was a stupid show for girls with cooties. But it was really a lot of fun, and all the Sailor Scouts are cute and pretty, and they have really cool personalities. So I would rate this show five bowls of Moon Power Cereal out of five, and I want to be a Sailor Boy Scout, and I would be Sailor Uranus. <laughs> but but <laughs> I found out they already have a Sailor Uranus. <laughs> I, I can't. <laughs> Someone else go. <laughs> I really love Sailor Moon, and more so, I love all the Scouts, and they're super cool, best friends. I hope they have sleepovers, and I hope they just, like, talk about Tuxedo Mask all day, every day, because he is such a dreamboat. So, I would give this, mm, five marshmallow roses out of five. Sailor Moon is so cool. She has powers and saves the day. She is also the princess of the Moon Kingdom. This show is packed full of fun, romance, and adventure. I hope one day I become Sailor Moon 2 and defeat the Negaverse. I give it 5 out of 5 big bulls. While Sailor Moon is very much aimed towards a younger female audience, it was also interlaced with enough action to appeal to the male crowd as well. I very much respected the all-inclusive nature of this series, helping to bring young girls into a world predominantly occupied by male heroes with Serena or Usagi at the helm. I think where the show suffered was the odd choices made in the American dub, changing or softening dialogue and scenes altogether. That aside, I'd give this show four big bowls of Sailor Scout cereal out of five and recommend checking out the original Japanese version if you get the chance. And if Tuxedo Mask ever needed a sidekick, I'd be happy to offer my services. Maybe I could be like Bowtie Boy or the Cumberbund Kid or something. Well, it was good to hear all of our inner kids input on this show. Mine, of course, overdid it a little bit. And uh, trust me, as an adult, you're going to have plenty of ties and they're not nearly as fun as you make them out to be. (laughs) (laughs) And Uranus jokes will never be (laughs) not funny. Never. Never. Great Great job, me. (laughs) Uh, Any final thoughts, anybody? Overall, I was really impressed with the show. I mean, it's not something I see myself getting attached to. But I see the mass appeal that it has worldwide and why it's lasted so long and continues to grow its fan base. From a guy looking in, Serena seems to be a really relatable girl for any young girl or woman because she's clumsy, because she makes lots of mistakes. She's very flawed and she still, you know, has this fortitude on the inside. She's got this thing that makes her something more than what's on the surface. So I definitely can see that as being a really big confidence boost for girls that feel like they're that awkward girl that doesn't fit in or that feels like a failure at things. So I really appreciate what it's done and continues to do for that audience. Yeah, definitely. And it's kind of the same for me. I'm glad that this just included all these different archetypes of girls, like Shaddai said, like Katie said, they all had characters they could relate to. And that's just such a strong aspect of this show to me. And then even as a boy, there's action in there and there is these cool fighting scenes. I think I will go into and at least watch through the first season, see how I feel about it after that. But the Japanese version, because I want to see it at its purest and I think I can really appreciate it. 
Yeah, I definitely appreciate that. There's a lot of character development. And just like Chris said, is that Serena being this very flawed character where she is a cute, blonde, quote unquote, sort of bimbo-ish, but she doesn't get, like nothing goes her way. And she herself is learning to gain her self-esteem because she definitely has self-esteem issues. But at the same time, she loves who she is, take it or leave it kind of thing. But she loves her friends and and it's it's a quality you can appreciate. And I love all the Sailor Scouts for who they are as well, because they too are finding things about themselves. And even as an adult, it's a nice reminder. Yeah. I mean, I can say that, you know, Sailor Moon, I've watched Sailor Moon on and off for years and years. And I've seen different varieties of it. I've seen the live action version. I've seen the remake version and still, even to this day, they still stay strong with the message of that. As long as you stay true to yourself, you're still going to pull through and you're going to grow and you're going to learn no matter the setbacks that might happen to you, like being heartbroken or dealing with stress from like school or whatever the case may be that, you know, you still have a chance of becoming something great as long as you focus on your strengths. As many times as I've seen this show, it's like even throughout the whole years and even though I've seen probably the first episode over a hundred times growing up, it still brings those feelings back to me. It's like, man, I still feel empowered, even though I'm almost 30. You know, it's such a great, great show. And I highly recommend everybody to watch the Japanese dub. If you can't, I do suggest you do try to watch the new version, which is Sailor Moon Crystal, which mm-hmm. is strictly based off the manga. It's got its messiness, but it's still a very condensed version of what the 200 episodes you're watching. So if you need to, you can find it on Crunchyroll and biz.com. Because Sailor Moon says. Sweet. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but uh, before we close out, I just want to thank you guys for joining us. Thank you, Shadai. Thank you, Katie. Yeah, it was yeah. great to have you on. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, anytime you guys want to come back or jump in, please let us know and we'll we'll definitely schedule something out. Because, Most definitely. Yeah, Absolutely. You ladies took control. This show was... <laughs> 75 percent <laughs> and chris and i jumped in we were like yeah and then, yeah and then it's like you're more like asking us questions so what that's all we needed here? to do I mean, you guys led it great yeah. job sometimes i feel like i know too much about this show no such thing no such thing that's exactly <laughs> what we're here to do yeah <laughs> to pry it out of you <laughs> to yes. guide us you're like yeah. here <laughs> me and that joseph are like the cats just guiding you along i know yeah. we're helping you we're talking cats strong, serena <laughs> i get to be the deep voice one. Oh, <laughs> that makes me the girl well listeners looks like our milk supply has now run dry so it's time for us to say goodbye and next week we'll be watching mask mobile armored strike command submitted via email by daniel karhunen and once again i'm joseph i'm chris should i and i'm katie and we'll see you next saturday bye 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 Presented by NerdSloth, a place for lazy nerds. If you like what you heard, consider donating at patreon.com slash nerdsloth so we can continue bringing you quality shows. Be sure to also leave us a review and share your favorite episodes and clips on social media. If you're looking for more content, visit us at nerdsloth.com.